Hello and welcome to the Guernsey Press Football Show. Coming up this week, we'll look back at Guernsey FC's defeat away at Chipstead in their first game on the road since the pandemic. Uh, We'll also reflect on the weekend's Premier League action, Rovers going top of the table um, with an impressive victory. Uh, I'm Tony Kerr and alongside me, as ever, is Rob Batiste. Hi, Tony. Uh, Good to see you, Rob. I had a bit of an impromptu visit to Chipstead on Saturday. I was due to be back in Guernsey for the big Pride of Guernsey Awards, uh, which is uh, a big deal for the Guernsey Press, of course. But should we say that a slight logistical complication uh, meant that I uh, wasn't able to make it back? I, I mean, I missed my flight. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> There's a surprise. Uh, there, no, it? it wasn't all my own doing, I have to say. Um, so yeah, I will be emailing Aureeny later. But anyway, yeah, so a bit of an impromptu visit for me to, to Guernsey GFC on Saturday afternoon. And it was, yeah, a bit, bit of a... I guess a bit of a reality check for the Green Lions. Obviously, after that, uh, yeah, triumphant win down at Footslane on their return last week, um, you know, I guess that extra lift from the crowd probably um, probably pushed them on a few percent away. Uh, they weren't certainly weren't outclassed at Chipstead. They went down three nil, um, but didn't offer a huge amount going forward. Perhaps, um, yeah, that sort of rustiness in terms of you know attacking patterns and all the, the, the kind of stuff that I'm sure Tony Vance will be working hard behind the scenes on um, hasn't quite clicked into place so far. I know Ross Allen was carrying a bit of a a bit of a, a hip injury and, and came off midway through the second half, um, I guess with one eye on the, the home games that are to come. Yeah, GFC slipped behind in the first half, uh, a pretty sort of straightforward goal, one they'll, they'll probably be a bit disappointed to concede, a bit of, uh, left a bit wide open on their right-hand side and a ball across and an, and an easy sort of uh, headed goal for the um, for the chips head forward. Uh, not long after that, the young keeper who they have on loan or had on loan, James Walker, um, yeah, who joined the Green Lions for, for that short-term period ahead of the first game, uh, he came out pretty bravely, actually, to be fair, um, for a sort of 50-50 ball to try and claim it. Took a knock on the head. Uh, there was a, a pretty lengthy stoppage while he got bandaged up and, and he carried on at that point, but not long after conceded a penalty. And you wonder how much the uh, concussion might have... Uh, uh, played a part in that because uh, it was a ball through and one that he probably shouldn't have chased, but he, he tried to get there and brought the um, brought the chips there player down. So that was two 0 at half time. After the break, GFC might have got back into it. Um, Charlton Govine um, almost latching on um, after some good work from Tom Martin, but right on the line. I mean, it could only have been a few inches away. Uh, the chips the defender kind of got in the way and, and just did enough. Battled body and ball out the way and and, and stopped the goal there and. Uh, and that was it, really. That was probably as good as it got for Guernsey FC going forward. Um, yeah, they conceded another Geordie Kelly uh, in goal at this point after James Walker had been taken off um, at the break. So, yeah, a, a pretty, um, uh, yeah, a, a sort of reality check, as I say, for the Green Lions. I spoke to Tony Vance after the game, and this is what he told me. Tony, just first of all, just give, give some reaction to, to that match. Obviously, um, a, a massive buzz last weekend, but uh, I suppose kind of more what you expected in terms of a challenge to the start yeah. of the season. Yeah, this is this is what I've been saying about us not being ready. This is us, you know, a reality. Uh, way performances are so much different, and uh, you know, we talked about that at half time. Uh, this is welcome, welcome to uh, to what it's all about. Uh, last week was was uh, rose tinted, pretty um, easy in terms of you don't have to get up. Uh, you got a full squad, full group available, and and uh, you got the crowd wearing you on and, and a, a winnable game and you know I'm not saying that um, you know Chipstead were, were, were you know it, for me 
they deserve to win, you know, totally. You know, and uh, we probably didn't make them work hard enough to get that win. Uh, but it's a, it's a team that we need to be in and around probably if we know where we are. And today was a harsh reality that they're ten, probably ten plus games into the season. This is our second, and and we are off the pace, um, absolutely. And uh, that's not in terms of fitness and whatever. That's in terms of of understanding the, the the roles and responsibilities on the ball, off the ball, what what levels you need to be at to compete. And and uh, for the first 15, 20 minutes, we showed a little bit of promise. But then you know our fitness levels were not strong enough to sustain that. And uh, they broke through us, and uh, as I said, they didn't have to work very hard to get their goals, which is frustrating. And just a word on James, obviously someone who got in at quite short notice. Um, yeah, suffered a bit of a blow to the head and was taken off at half-time. What, what can you say about his condition? And, and I suppose, will you know now whether you'll have him um, available for the next couple yeah, of home games? I've got to be honest, I, I doubt we will because of the protocols these days. Um, we had to take him off as a precaution. Um, it looked like... You know, he was he was getting a sort of some form of concussion, and you have to you have to get them off the pitch, and uh, so get them off to hospital. So uh, I'm sure he'll have a, a bit of a bruise and and uh, be sore. Uh, he was very brave to come and come and get the cross, and you know, you heard heard the uh, the incidents. He didn't think it was going to be too good. He wanted to carry on, and, but um, as I said. I can't see him being available because of the sort of protocols that are in place, but we'll see. So it could be a short and uh, short-lived kind of experience for him. Yeah, it's a shame because uh, obviously you know he, he, he's come in early and, and was just about getting his feet on the ground. Although in saying that, Geordie came on and, and you know did really well. His hands were good and, and uh, under a difficult circumstance, they scored the third goal, which you know obviously the guy struck it well. Um, but after that, his hands were good. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll see. That was Tony Vance speaking to me then after the game at Chipstead on Saturday. Uh, of course, we wish James Walker all the best. Um, hopefully, he'll recover swiftly from that knock on the head. He did, uh, you know, he walked out the ground at half time, and uh, by all accounts, was only going off to, to hospital to get a check over. So yeah, whether we see him in a green line shirt again, though, remains to be seen. I don't know what, exactly what the terms of that loan move were, but it was pretty short term, I think only for a couple of weeks. And, and as Tony Vance says, with the concussion protocols, maybe we don't see him again. But um, there we go. Well, interestingly, with three home games coming up pretty soon um, on the trot, whether who gets the gloves, whether it will be Jordan Kelly, who apparently did very well on Saturday, or perhaps Josh Addison, who's a regular trainer with GSC, or Seb Shepard uh, may well come to the equation. Um, that's something to follow closely. Um, I was invited by Tony Vance to see um, how they prepare for um, their um, games um, and review their performances um, at Victoria Avenue last Thursday, ahead of these, the game at the weekend. And it was a very interesting hour spent to see how how detailed they go into actually analysing performances and how things could be improved. It's a far cry from the old days of the raging Prio League manager who comes in at half-time and absolutely flies at his team and the language can be a little bit choice, shall we say, and, and robust. Certainly a far cry from that. It's very, very detailed and um, very um, asks a lot of questions of the players in, in a polite way and asking for feedback about how things should be do, how things can be done better by using, um, as I say, stopping points of play on a video. And um, it was all very attentive. It was very enjoyable. And I look forward to going spend another session with Tony, seeing how he actually puts those um, video clips together um, and how why he picks out various pieces. Um, might actually get to have a look at the performance from this previous weekend so um, 
Yeah, interesting. interesting. Yeah, some material there definitely to look back on. Um, as I say, you know, Guernsey weren't outclassed by any means. I think um, talking to a few people at the ground, uh, Chipstead are certainly optimistic this season. Um, uh, I think they climbed to seventh with that win, uh, a little way off the pace at the top, but, you know, definitely looking up. And, and, and with They're the one of those side well, games goals. in hand, I think, haven't they? Um, yeah, um, they've got a good strike force. One would suspect that they're one of the better teams. They drew, they drawn with Marlow in midweek, who were, who were sitting second. So that was an indicator of their performances. Um, I noticed that Sutton Common Rovers they came back well um, at the weekend and won at Northwood, who I think are coming up soon for GFC. So hope there. I think we might it might be one of those seasons where we get a lot of um, good positive performances in front of the footslaying crowd, and it will be a bit of a struggle on the road. That's you know, not to be unexpected, to be honest. Um, you know, you know, it, it is difficult getting up first thing in the morning, crack of, the, crack of dawn, all that travel and playing with some of these away games where there's not many people around to watch to inspire you. And, um, you know, and we may well be playing a more, de- more defensive game perhaps on the road than we would at Foots Lane. But, um, yeah, I'm, you know, these next three games are quite key, I suppose. If we get, get a couple of wins there, put us up, push us up to lower mid-table or so, then... There'll be, um, you never know. Yeah, still plenty of work to do. I know, you know, despite the early start on Saturday and and, and the result, um, I think uh, the players were pretty pleased to be back into that kind of travelling groove. Certainly, I spoke to to Ross Allen um, at full time and in the bar afterwards. And, you know, someone who's obviously had a huge impact for the club, but, you know, his role is ever evolving. He's been captaining the side and... I know he's um, he's been really sort of relishing the opportunity to get back into these travelling situations where you can build up a bit of a bond, you know, a bit more of a, a sort of team spirit, and um, and get to know each other. You know, some of the newer faces that have come in. So um, yeah, I, I think they'll be um, you know they won't be too disheartened by what by what happened. And also, uh, you know, it was really nice to see the the mainlanders out in force. The uh, uh, the away GFC support, um, yeah, lots of familiar faces there. Uh, <laughs> cheery as well, um, despite the result. I'm pleased to be back, I'm sure, seeing their team playing. Uh, good, good. Uh, um, yeah. You know, I think it's going to be a case of being a little bit reliant on Ross to pull out that magic on a regular basis. And Carl Smith as, as well, you know, with his special goals, he was on, on holiday at the moment, so he wasn't there. And I think we do, you know, we'll need Charlton to really come to the party in terms of goal scoring as well. You know, we know he's an excellent player. Um, but yeah, so we we can't throw all our eggs into the Ross Allen basket in terms of goal scoring. So um, that is um, something that the club need to work on, obviously. As you say, Rob, yeah, GFC back at home against Northwood on Saturday, a two o'clock kickoff. Well, um, that's promising. Them, they having lost to Sutton Common Rovers at the weekend, and uh, five out of six of the next home, next games being at home, that's chance for Guernsey FC to really crack on and build up some confidence. And and so when they get then return to the road, they've got so they've got some momentum behind them. Yeah, let's hope so. Plenty to look forward to uh, down at Foots Lane for sure. Um, let's turn our attention to the Premier League. Rob, uh, uh, I know you're uh, following the action closely this weekend. Um, a big win uh, for Rovers, 2-0 against Bells. Uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, Valrec, uh, beat Rangers 2-1 away. There was a 4-2 win for Sylvans at Manza down at the KG5. And North were 3-1 winners up in Alderney, Alderney's first home game of the season. Um, so really, yeah, four sides kind of breaking away at the top now. Bells in fourth, uh, North 
uh, in third now. Uh, St. Martins, the champions, of course, with a couple of games in hand um, on the sides below them. Uh, they're in second. And Rovers have gone top. Six games played, one more than Saints, but they're two points clear at the top. That's remarkable, really, when you consider um, that, that part of Adam Bullock in goal, basically the whole... Um outfield team were, were were missing on Saturday if you consider what they had last season people like Sam Hall and Blair Howitt and the um, Louis Graham Ben Talk, etc Tom Strawbridge they're all gone but the replacements are doing very very nicely indeed and um, there's a lot of promise there um, it was great to see Carlos Canya back um, playing um, and clearly enjoying it looks to be rid of his little ankle injury and um, he was back to his old self really he wasn't you know he's playing almost as a spearhead which is probably not his best performance best position but he was he was he was class and um, he brought the whole thing to life really I mean as did Max Simpson Cohen who had a brilliant game down the left hand side really enjoyed himself I couldn't understand why Bells continues to give him a lot of space to run into because if, he, if you do give him space he'll hurt you with his pace and his energy he is really really lively this, this kid and scored good goals well deserved um, the whole performance of Rovers was really top top draw I mean right from I've been always been quite impressed by Colton Fletcher the left back who who found his his place into the first team didn't um blocked by both Louis Graham and Ben Tock in the last few years but when he has filled in on the rare occasion he'd always done well now he's got a chance to to shine nail down that left up left back position and he's playing very very well gives the side great balance there's nothing like having a good comfortable left back who looks at home in the position and on the right hand side Tyler McCain another 90 minutes under his belt played really really well um and is, is quickly getting back to the sort of levels he was before he had this really serious knee issue and um but the whole team are really, really working hard. Their energy levels really embarrassed uh, Bells in the end. I mean, Bells were they were okay in the first half, put a lot of effort in. But second second half, I thought, um, when it came round to Stu Simmel, the coach, hooking three of their players uh, um, early on, he could well have basically taken six or seven off because I think by then a few of them were really not letting the club down a little bit to a certain degree. There was a lot of... Um, they weren't really working hard as hard enough as I would expect them to be. And um, Stu Simmel needs to look at that side. Now, that's their third successive defeat. And whilst they played okay, very okay against St Martins, losing 4-0, this was a unsatisfactory performance, I would say. Um, you know, um, they need to get sort out their, their f- striker issue. They were very, very weak in that department this week. This week, But also, the balance of the team doesn't seem quite right. And um, I would certainly make changes. Well, we'll see how they respond to, to that defeat, Rob. Uh, they host Sylvans next week. So yeah, and of course, that's Sylvans, game. who are, presumably will be um, bolstered by that win at KG5 on Saturday. They've been struggling a little bit, Sylvans. Struggling to score goals, but they got four on this occasion. An absolute rocket from Thomas Apsion, and by the end, his young brother Tim, who making it came, making his debut at the age of sixteen. And I know um, a lot of good judges rate this kid very, very highly. He came on and scored on debut, 
Um, so that was a good win for Sylvans, and um, I expect they're going to give Belgroves a, 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 a hard time on Saturday. They are a, they're like rowers; they're a very, very fit side, and Bells are going to have to watch that. They need they need to raise their energy levels to compete with the likes of Rovers, Saints, and Sylvans, who are really, really fit fit units. Well, things really taking shape in the Prio. Yeah, and it was even it's good to see Valrec turning things around <laughs> deep into stoppage time. That was really a, a kick in the proverbials for the Red and Blacks, who uh, you know led through Sam Heathcote's goal apparently past ninety minutes, and then Glenn Letissier pops up and levels the game, and then basically in, in a flash has got the winner as well. So Valrec would be lifted by that. They're in a solid mid-table, and. Um, North, of course, are on the rise. Um, that was a good win for them in Alderney. It's never easy for anybody going up to, to Mount Hale to, um, to play up there. Um, but they'll be pleased with that. And I, you know, I, I'm already seeing really a, very much a sort of a, a three-horse race for this title. Um, Saints, firm favourites. But I think the likes of Rovers North and um, Sylvans may well come, come into it and be um, a bit of a danger. Bells, I'd say they've got some issues to sort out. Yeah, well, good stuff. Um, four games again next Saturday. Bells, as we said, uh, hosting Sylvans. It's Manza against North, Rovers against Alderney and Saints against Rangers. Of course, we'll be following it closely. You can read more um, from the weekend action in the pages of the Guernsey Press. And of course, the best place uh, to follow local football uh, is in the pages of the paper. So do pick up a copy every day. Uh, we'll leave it there, Rob. Thanks very much. Cheers, Tony. Uh, follow us on social media as well, if you aren't already, at GSY Press Sport, um, wherever you get your socials. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah.